Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, hello. It is the first official T.O.P. I know I've been calling them T.R.P.s in recent episodes, but changed it last minute. Team Outlook and predictions for the 2024 season. We're doing it one team at a time. And today's it's the Oakland Athletics. We're going to be going in kind of reverse order off of my opinions on from the worst teams to the best teams. Um, so, yeah, welcome to the first one. Um, these are pre-recorded episodes. Let me emphasize that as well because by the time you're hearing this uh, on the Monday, you things might have changed. Oakland might have signed somebody. I don't think Oakland's signing like a, a Blake Snell or a Jordan Montgomery, but perhaps it seemed like the Angels uh, might have by the time you hear that episode when it comes out. So keeping that in mind that some of the information might have changed by the time you're actually listening to it, maybe injuries in spring training. Uh, but this is based off of how I am sitting here today. So we're going to be going through uh, every team's, you know, stuff here uh their outlooks and stuff the way these are going to work we'll be talking about who uh a team adds who they lost taking a look at the rotation the bullpen the lineup the bench uh and then talking about some of the players talking about their outlook for the year uh and things to watch uh in 2024 so with all that being said let's get it started here and talk about your 2024 Oakland Athletics last year they went 50 and 112 they were 29th in MLB in runs allowed they were 30th in runs scored and 29th in ERA uh, they were fifth in the AL West 15th in the AL and 30th in MLB so the worst team last year but could they get better this year they're gonna be adding some players a couple names that you actually might know: Alex Wood, they sign in spring uh, in free agency. Trevor Gott and Scott Alexander. Uh, a couple trades for them: Abraham Toro from the Mariners, Ross Stripling from the Giants, and then a couple of names that you may know: uh, Miguel Andujar, uh, claimed off of waivers. Daz Cameron as well. Uh, he's probably gonna be in the minors league, but he's been a, a prospect in in people that people know about. So he makes his way over to Oakland as well. So a couple of ads there, but they're gonna be losing some guys as well. Trevor May is retired. He's calling it a career. He's done. Uh, Austin Petit, Tony Kemp, Manny Pena, Jerice Familia, and Jonah Cox are all guys that they lost. Of course, Jonah Cox headed to San Francisco in the Ross Stripling trade. Uh, other guys, some of them have already signed. Some of them are still in free agency, but those are the guys who were in Oakland in 2023 and right now are not on Oakland. Um, to emphasize who they lost. Uh, all right, let's dive on into this team as a whole, and let's start with the rotation because it's going to be another tough one for Oakland right now. Uh, all, all my things, let me also preference this, all the things I'm getting, all the information uh, is either coming from uh, Baseball Reference or Fangraphs. So those are the two websites that I'm looking at when I'm doing these episodes as well. So Fangraphs has the Oakland A's rotation, J.P. Sears as the ace as the number one, uh, followed by Paul Blackburn, Alex Wood, Rush Stripling in the four slot, and then Luis Medina in the five slot. Uh, I also want to preference that I'm going to do the best with names, but uh, if you're an Oakland A's fan and I'm pronouncing one of your players wrong, do not get upset with me. I am going to do my best, but uh, no promises there. 
Uh, moving on now, let's take a look at that bullpen. Uh, right now we have Mason Miller as the listed closer, as well as Lucas Ur Ursig. I'm going to go with Ursig. Uh, and then the bullpen is a couple guys you may know of, may not. Of course, they got the two guys that they signed, Scott Alexander and Trevor Gott in there. Uh, they have Sean Newcomb, Kyle Muller, uh, and then Mitch Spence they got from the Rule 5 draft from the Yankees, as well as Danny Jimenez. Now, let's take a look at that lineup because that's the one that they're going to be rolling out every day. Uh, batting first, it's going to be the first baseman, Ryan Noda. Uh, second, Zach Goloff at second base. Uh, those are two guys who came up and, um, you know, kind of showed up for Oakland towards the end of the season. Uh, Brent Ricker, DH, of course, he had the best season for Oakland last year. Seth Brown, the most tenured Oakland A. Uh, Shea Langelaire is the catcher. Left fielder, J.J. Blade. Center fielder, Esturi Ruiz. Third baseman, Abraham Toro. And the shortstop, Daryl Hernice, is um, expected to get the call and uh, be the everyday shortstop for Oakland going forward. On the bench, backup catcher, uh, Tyler Soderstrom, infielder Jordan Diaz, infielder slash outfielder Aledmus Diaz, and then, of course, Miguel Andujar as well. All right, let's start by talking about the obvious elephant in the room, and that is that the Oakland athletic situation um, is kind of messy. Of course, we know Oakland uh, won't be Oakland for much longer. Um, the plan is that Oakland will move to Las Vegas in 2028. Um, but the real question is what happens to them after this season? Um, the Coliseum is, I believe, done after this season uh, in terms of their uh, lease with the Coliseum. So what happens after this season, 2025, 2026, and 2027? That's three years where the move for Las Vegas, you know, the stadium being built and everything, like that was what we've been told so far. So if this is, if I am correct by that, Oakland is essentially going to be homeless for three years where they're going to play their major league games. Um, there was news that possibly Sacramento or Salt Lake in Utah uh, could be two places, but of course we've also had the news since about MLB's, you know, expanding teams and and all these uh, uh, states, kind of throwing their hat in there. Salt Lake being one of those uh, places, so Salt Lake can get their own team, you know, in the next you know two three years. Uh, this is something that's going to be changing. So by 2030, essentially the next five years, really five six years, baseball is going to look a lot different than how it is today. Um, but obviously that's something that's in the back of all of Oakland fans, you know, it's, these are our last kind of years essentially. And, and if I am right about the, the Coliseum lease, this is your last year in Oakland. You know, you got 81 more days, uh, at the Coliseum before, you know, you got to find somewhere else for the temporary, unless they're able to, of course, reach upon an agreement for the, the couple of years, uh, before Oakland would become Las Vegas. Um, but of course, that's that's not an outlook on 2024. That's just a look on Oakland, and it's it's a tough one, obviously, if you're an Oakland fan and have been a lifelonger. That your team is all you know. Not only is it one of, if not the worst team in baseball, but you have all of this relocating news surrounding you guys going to Las Vegas, and it's just a tough look to uh, to have. 
Um, of course, Oakland uh, has a lot of young players, though. You know, a lot of them. I think the oldest one here is Seth Brown, who I believe is 31 years old. Uh, Seth Brown, of course, also the longest tenured Oakland A. Uh, obviously not the longest tenured. you got guys like Alex Wood, Ross Shipling, uh, Elias Diaz. They've been in the league for a long time. But um, Seth Brown's had his entire, you know, three-year service time with Oakland, and that is the most among any other player, I believe, uh, currently on the Oakland A's roster. Uh, when you look at free agents after this year, guys like Ross, Stripping, Ross Stripling, Alex Ward, Scott Alexander, Trevor Gott, and Ledmus Diaz are all free agents after this year. Uh, of course, three of those guys are guys that they signed in free agency to this year, only one-year deals. Uh, so yeah, it's tough when you are with Oakland, essentially. But let's talk about some of the positive things. Let's talk about, uh, you know, as an Oakland A's fan, what do you have to look forward to uh, going into the stadium? Last year, it was Brent Rooker. Uh, this guy kind of just came out of nowhere. If you look at his numbers before, he uh, he debuted in 2020 with the Twins um, and then was traded 2022 when he was with the Padres and also the Royals. It, it, he's kind of jumped around from team to team, but, you know, last year was on Oakland, had a full season, and had a pretty good season. He was with Oakland uh, the whole year. He was an all-star for them. Uh, his first ever All-Star time. Um, he played 137 games, knocked 114 hits, had 30 home runs and 69 RBIs, uh, a 246 average, and an 817 OPS. This guy was really great to start the year. Uh, kind of cooled off after the All-Star break, but then kind of found it a little bit again towards the end of the year in September. So, you know, Bren Rooker, he might be a guy to watch if you're Oakland. And, of course... You know, if I was Oakland's management team, the GM and everything, no one's kind of uh, uh, locked in. So if Rooker has an amazing year again, starts to be really hot, I'd be looking to trade this guy uh, to a contender who might need a, a powerful bat because, you know, he's got that power. Yes, he'll strike out, but, you know, he had a, a very nice campaign uh, last year with Oakland. Uh, and two other guys, of course, at the top of that lineup, Ryan Noda and Zach Galoff. Uh, we'll start with Noda because he was there from the entire year, essentially. He started, um, you know, with Oakland, essentially, you know, in April. Uh, played 128 games last year, 93 hits, 16 home runs, 54 ribbies, uh, a 229 batting average, and a 770 OPS uh, in his debut year. So not bad, of course, uh, but Noda's only going to get better. He's one of those young kids that Oakland has that uh, could be something as he goes along, you know, a 2.3 war in your first year, that's not bad, especially when you're with Oakland, you know, having to play the Astros, the Rangers, the Angels, uh, the Mariners, well, Angels, but, um, you know, the Air West is a tough division, especially when you have such powerhouses at the top there, uh, but the guy I'm very interested on is uh, Zach Goloff, this guy came up towards the end of the year, played in only, I believe, 69 games. I want to double check that. Yeah, I played 69 games, so it kind of came up after the All-Star break. And it was really good. 72 hits, 14 home runs, a 267 batting average, an 840 OPS plus. Very impressive there from the young kid. He's a second baseman. Uh, and now that he's going to get a first, uh, a full 
first uh, season at second base, you know, what could his numbers look like? I'm not sure if he was able to graduate uh, with 64 games, 69 games. I would say yes. So I don't think he's going to be a rookie uh, this year. Uh, But if he didn't graduate, then, you know, you could maybe put some stock in him for rookie of the year. I think he did, though. Um, But, yeah, this is another one of Oakland's young kids kind of at the top of that lineup there. Um or at least expected to be in the top of the lineup there. Um, but, you know, it, it, like I said, it's tricky when you have, you know, all the things that are going on in your mind if you're Oakland to to focus on this positive. But, I mean, you know, it's not an awful one, two, three, you know, Noda, Goloff, and, and Rooker leading off for you. Um, but, yeah, overall, it's just, you know, we, we've mentioned and everything. Like, these are a couple of these guys are players that you know and that you, you've heard of and can play good. But at the same time, too, you add everything together, and it's just, it's not really there. Of course, you know, they have uh, Daryl Hernay slotted in the ninth slot as the shortstop. You know, he's been around as a, as a prospect for a little bit now. They're going to apparently give him the shot, according to, of course, Fangraphs. Um, you know, that might be Elias Diaz if he doesn't break with the team. Guys like Abraham Toro, we've seen him jump around from the Mariners to the Brewers. Uh, you know, maybe he finds something with Oakland. Estuary Ruiz. If there's one thing you can count on, it's him stealing bases. He was second in stolen bases uh, just behind Acuna. He, I think he could have been first if he didn't get hurt uh, for, you know, he missed a good month uh, after the All-Star break. He would have had more stolen bases than Acuna, I think, if he had stayed healthy uh, all year round. And, of course, some of those young guys that they have there as well, Shea Langelaris, you know, the future catcher was what they wanted him to be. That's why they partially traded away Sean Murphy a couple years ago. Uh, J.J. Bladé in that outfield spot as well. So, you know, there are names that you know, but as a whole, when you rock out a 26-man roster lineup on a day-to-day, it's it's not going to look pretty. Uh, it's it's really going to be a, a tough year again for Oakland. Uh, but there is, you know, young talent. Like I said, how much does Oakland want to go and use some of that talent? We'll have to see how, you know, the season goes and how injuries happen. Uh, there is one guy I want to point out. His name, Lawrence Butler, uh, an outfielder slash first baseman for Oakland. Um, he did get a chance last year. He did get called up at one point to Oakland where he did struggle. 26 hits in 123 at-bats, a 211 batting average, and a 582 OPS. Uh, did hit four home runs with the team, though. Uh, he His minor league numbers suggest he is much better. Every single season, uh, or any team, wherever the league was, whether it was AAA, AA, single-A, um, from 2021 to 2023 in the minor leagues, he's had a 800-plus OPS in every single one of those opportunities and, and chances. So, you know, as a whole, I think he's going to be much better um, when he gets more reps in the majors. I would expect to see Lawrence Butler at some point this year, um, and hopefully he's able to kind of take off like Zach Galoff did uh, as he did last season at the end of it. But uh, I would keep I would keep some stock in Lawrence Butler. Uh, you never know with uh, certain players like this how he might turn out to be. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what we have here on Oakland. According to FanDuel, uh, the over-under for Oakland with the wins is 57.5. So Oakland last year won 50 games. You can say that their team got worse um, it's going to be a rough 
six months, seven months here for Oakland. Uh, I won't I won't lie. You know, we're starting with the worst. It can only go up from here. But I mean, like I said, on paper, there are some fun names, some names that, you know, if you are an Oakland fan or if you, you know, want to check out the Coliseum before it, it, it goes, there's a couple names to know and some fun guys who, you know, could develop into something. Uh, but as a whole, you know, pitching is not there. J.P. Sears is the ace. Uh, it doesn't excite me. You know, for me, the the guy I'm excited to watch is 34-year-old Ross Stripling in that rotation. So that's saying something. So I, I'm going to take the under. You know, I don't think they're going to win 50, 58 games. Uh, I think they'd be lucky to repeat and win 50. You know, I think a 49-win season could be on the rise because you have to think they're going through uh oh houston and texas like they're be, gonna be lucky essentially to win you know two of those games you know seattle you know in that al east division i mean the oakland's got to play them six seven times so you know uh, yankees baltimore blue jays rays those are all teams that are really good and would probably beat oakland yes it's baseball i'm not saying they won't get the odds sweep in there you know they they've done it before where they like swept the astros randomly or and just had good games um but as a whole this season's gonna be a tough one if you're an oakland fan so buckle up um but there are things to look forward to um so Try to stay positive. Try to have a good year. Uh, look at Zach Galoff. Look at, you know, Ryan Noda. Hopefully, Brent Rooker can repeat his campaign from last year. And uh, hopefully, it's not a complete drag of a season. But thank you, everybody, so much. This was our first T.O.P., our first top. Um, so this one will be, by the time you're done listening to this one, the second one for the day should be coming out. I won't spoil which team it is, but when you think of the worst teams, you could probably have a guess of the one or two teams that it's going to be. Uh, of course, like I said, we're also wrapping two of these every day um, for the next three weeks, Monday through Friday. So we have two today. Expect two tomorrow, two on Wednesday, and so forth and so forth. Thank you, everybody, so much to, for listening to the Oakland A's Top, and I will see you guys next time.